Welcome to the Peace Penny Island podcast, and thank you for joining us here at this Thanksgiving special. Um, a lot has happened since the last podcast I did back in March. I finished my freshman year of high school fully online. And uh, first off, I'd like to thank all of my teachers uh, for making uh, this, even though the last term was very difficult, they did the best that they could. And in these challenging times here with COVID, uh, they did the very best they can. And um, I just, I'm very grateful for that. I had to do Shakespeare online, which was a huge challenge uh, without, a, without a textbook, but I managed to get it done and um, it was a good, good end of the year. Because of COVID, we had to cancel all of our um, events at the Peace Mini Cottage this summer and we're still closed. Uh, one thing that we are working on doing is kind of being more outside and doing more senior centers and events where we can be outside um, through windows without uh, people interacting with the rabbits, but still sharing the joy um, that rabbits bring when we go to an event and we can talk with each other and um, have a good conversation. With four grandparents and a great grandma who just turned 101, um, it's been more obvious of how important it is that, to, that we can share these rabbits with people and um, bring joy to them um, because they're isolated with everybody else. Now that we've been doing more window visits, we've been interacting more with the frontline workers and the teachers and the educators and uh, the people that really need the bunnies even more. Um, and we've been spending a lot of time with them and sharing the rabbits with them so that they can have the energy to then um, help everybody else. To basically sum up, 2020 has been a very challenging year for everybody and seeing and one thing that we've, we're learning from this is how we can take care of each other and how we can take care of ourselves and how important that is. Um, and for that, I guess I'm really thankful for um, the lessons that have come out of this. The other thing we've been doing is regrouping um, and doing a lot of behind the scenes work. Uh, we've been working on creating a educational website for the rabbit hemorrhagic disease virus 2 or RHDV2 which has decimated the rabbit population in the, uh, the southwest of the United States and um, uh, preparing for if and when it makes up here to the Midwest and how uh, working with different local uh, rabbit farms so we can create arcs so that we can get ready for uh, this virus if it happens to get here. As many of you know, we raise the rare and endangered breeds of rabbits, and we've been ramping up our biosecurity plan. And I am very thankful for the volunteers that we've had that can help uh, construct goat doors and screens and different things that we can incorporate at the farm to keep the rabbits safe. Part of that plan was also to create a garden at the cottage as well as uh, cut down the grasses out on the pasture um, so that we could have a local uh, food source for the rabbits and it's helped a lot to have a bobcat and a tractor and it's really made everything a lot easier. Of course they still buy from outside sources for the pellets and the hay and some of the other grasses that we'll use to feed the rabbits 
and I'm thankful for uh, the contacts that can that we've shared with each other to help this mission uh, stay alive and keep going. One of the things that we do with the grass and hay is we work uh, usually three months in advance when we're buying hay. And one of the main challenges is, is we don't know if we'll stay at the farm we're at right now. So it's hard to predict um, how much we should buy in advance so that when we stockpile, we don't have to move it twice. And uh, for those that don't know, the farm that we're at is up for sale. Um, so it's challenging. Rest assured, we'll be staying at the farm we're at now. Um, at least until the spring. So I'm very grateful that uh, we've been at this farm for as long as we've had. And um, even if we did have to move into the, the future, we have other locations that we've contacted. Um, if we have to go there, um, of course, the farm we're at now is wonderful and amazing, and we love to stay there if we can. In the middle of all this, I was contacted by Trident Media in New York and had an idea to create a book proposal and put me in touch with a author from LA and we helped put the proposal together and see if we could get any traction. In May, I signed with Tyndale Momentum Publishing in Chicago and uh, throughout the entire summer, uh, went back into old journals and watched old videos and um, looking back at the old memories and putting together um, a book about how does a kid on an island as a teenager. I'm pleased to report that the manuscript has been turned in and the pictures have been sent over and everything is finalized. Now it's on over to be printed. It will be um, out in the beginning of March um, in 2021. So I'm really excited. Um, the pre-sales have already started, so it makes it real. Um, to look and see that um, the book has been made. There's still a lot to do between now and when the book is released, I'll be going into the studio and doing the intro as well as the epilogue of the audiobook and meeting with uh, the voice actor who will be reading the rest of the story and getting ready for <clears throat> book publication and the release of the book. Um, uh, it's more of a nervous excitement, but I'm really looking forward to it. So that brings me back around of all the things I've been thankful for this year. Um, I'm especially thankful for all the trips out to the island this fall and bringing out um, some of the friends who went out to the island for the first time and the people with their insight on reading the manuscript and seeing if the book flows really well. And um, as we look forward into the upcoming months, it's challenging now, but I think we all have something that we can look forward to into the future. And with that, I hope you guys have a happy day.